2: Hey, everybody. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We got really another powerhouse lineup for all of you out here. Um, first of all, let me say hi to my amazing producers, both Benny and Jacob. Good day to you. What's up, Pat? Hey, good day. How's it going? Yeah, hope you all doing pretty good.
1: Peachy keen. <laughs> Peachy <King>. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it um, back way far for you.
2: That is so, like, what do you call it? Throwback, Benny?
1: I'm always throwing I stuff back. I love that. Even twelve ounce curls. If someone gets that peachy joke, peachy. someone will get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> awkward.
2: It is awkward. I woke up this morning and I, I mean, I was like, I I got in here. I don't even know what time I get in here now. All I know it's it's like, you know, I stop for my coffee coffee on the way in, place I always go to, nice organic espresso, come in. And you know, I get in here, turn everything on, and Jacob, you know what I discovered? There's a ritual. What's that? I have this ritual. And I and right. So when I come in, I have this ritual. Like I'm the first one here. And generally, not always, but so I come in and I have I realized probably from reading Mara's book, you know, I realized that there's a lot that I do in life that's very ritualistic. So this morning I caught myself, right? So we're Benny, it's like where you are, right? We're in a suite, let's just call it. And we're, we're kind of protected. We have a, a door you have to unlock when you come in. Then we have a glass door for our suite. And then we have other, right? But I realized I have a ritual on how I come in and unlock the doors. I I, I noticed this for myself. And I think I picked it up from, I'm, I'm just trying to... Um, I think there's something that Mara that Mar wrote in a book about embodied tracking. There's just a couple of things I picked up, but I was so aware of it this morning because I do the same thing every day that I come in. I come in, I unlock the first door, I walk all the way down to the kitchen, I take my little espresso, I turn that light on, I put that on. I, I take my laptop, I leave it outside the door, right? I put it right under the, the chakra. Jacob, have you noticed, like, right outside the glass door, there are these glass, right? Those are the chakra systems, right? And I put my computer right next to the, 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 the chakra things every day before I open the door. Then what I realize I do is there's an order that I unlock all the doors. I always start with the room you're in, Jacob. And then I have to turn on the lights in every room. Now, even though I will tell you, Mara, the producers and Benny probably will tell you, they don't like all the lights turned on because they're working on two, three, four computers in front of them. They don't like, but that's what I do. I come in and turn the lights on. And what I realized today is, as I get to introduce all of you tomorrow, Mara Branscombe, the book phenomenal. I am so aware of how little. I really know about this and how seriously important it is as a a mover of energy. You know, look, Mars joining me here today. I'm going to tell you. I could go on and explain what she does. Mother, writer, yogi, artist, teacher, mindfulness leader. Hello, we're going to talk about that today. Ceremonialist, spiritual coach. But one of the things that I never thought in my life, as I sit and I think about her adventurous spirit, what she's done. And we're going to talk a little bit about sailing because that's what she and Linda have in mind. But when I think about her life as a ritual, it makes so much sense to me about why ritual as remedy and body practices for soul care. Now, Mara, before I dive in, Benny, I got to tell you, you know, i the other day when I talked about uh, Sandman, the Netflix Sandman. There are more rituals in that limited series. I'm now reflecting back on it. There are more rituals in that series. I'm going to go back and watch it again. There are more rituals. There are more things that are explained to people on how to work with sand. How work? I mean, I'm just so in awe. And yet, I am so concerned that we are going to lose the lost art of Ritual as Remedy. Mara, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, I want to ask you this question because I just read so many things about you, and certainly we're going to talk about some of the rituals in the book. But I just don't know that people are aware of how often throughout the day. They actually perform rituals. Mm -hmm. And my question to you is, everything I've just read about you, phenomenal book that I, I read the book, okay, going to talk about it. What did you have to overcome? What challenges? What obstacles, right? Mm -hmm. Did you, like Mara, what did Mm -hmm. you have to overcome to get here today? to this very moment so that you and I can have this conversation about that
0: great deep question. Yes. What did I have to overcome? Well, I was raised in a very conservative uh household environment, uh not religious um and Uh, My parents provided me with a a deep love of nature. We had a summer cabin, so I was blessed with that. And what I had to overcome was that I was always choosing the other direction than was what was expected of me. And I had to hold true to that uh, and, um, you know, explain and trust. And, you know, there was this, I had um, a very significant loss, in fact, um, really uh, at a formative time in my life when I was 21, 21 years old, um, 20 years old. And that was um, that a partner um, at that time committed suicide, in fact. And so we're going to go deeper really quick, really fast here. And um, there was something that happened in that moment. We were very connected. It was a very spiritual relationship um, at a very young age. You know, it was like one of those that's like quite... Um, Unexplainable, um, maybe cosmic in a way. and and in that loss, um, somehow I received the message to go forward and do the healing work I needed to do to then share the healing with the world. And then my life became a series of trainings and adventures and deepenings and inquiries both in the natural the physical world i would say crossing over to the extraordinary world and that's what um has allowed me to share i believe what um, has come through the book
2: i am so glad you answered that question and, and you know i've shared this recently on the show and i and i've talked about it more but i'll tell you it took me a good 10 years i've been doing this show for 20 years we started the network yeah. uh, the transformation network about 15 12, 13, 14, I don't even know how many years ago, but I never would talk about myself, right? Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I didn't even talk about what I shared with you before the show about coming down with the mystery disease until way later in time. Mm -hmm. But here's what I love about what you shared. You and I have something in common. We have lost someone close to us from suicide. Me Mm -hmm. was my mom at age Mm -hmm. six. And even at that age, I shared a very spiritual connection of what happened to me. But what I love is thank you for really sharing something so personal. Mm -hmm. But you see, now I understand why you have the ability to take other people to places they may not have even thought they could go. And by understanding that we can do this through rituals, at least in your latest achievement here, it does become a remedy doesn't it
0: it does and thank you for sharing all of that and what you said right at the top of the show, all the rituals that you do on a daily basis that you've never actually realized you're doing, what I'm proposing in this body of work is may we make them conscious. May we make these rituals significant, meaningful. May we make them sacred and holy so that we can understand you know, what's really true for us, what lights us up, what makes us feel connected to our spaces, our places, our own selves, and our communities.
2: Yeah. And, you know, as we're talking about this and we're going to talk more about it is that, you know, from this place of understanding of what we can share with others really comes a deeper connection. And, and I find that especially when, you know, I read a book like yours. Um, and of course the book is just one part. You know, I, I briefly shared so much more. But when you come out of the gate and we're looking at what you're presenting, not just a book that talks to us about really cool things to learn, but you're really inviting us to a way of being, Mm -hmm. right? Did I get that right?
0: you got it. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: because this is what I loved. And we're gonna talk about what you have in the book because it's beautiful. I never thought in my life growing up, living on the East Coast, that somehow I would move to Seattle, go to school in California while I lived here, commuted, and through the strangest of ways, meet a woman who became my mentor, Sedonia Cato, who was one of the first women to start circles, women's circles and circles, medicine wheels. Now, many people don't know about her. They don't know she, she wrote the first book, one of the first books on ceremonial circles. And I got to meet her. I'm a girl from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in a desert with a small group of people and this woman called Sedonia Cahill. My life changed. And I don't want to go into my life because I want you to help us understand that what you've written about, the way you live your life, what I discovered in the high desert of California my first time and then alternate times, and how this woman mentored me before her sudden death, changed my entire life. I changed my direction. I couldn't, I finished my PhD, but I couldn't do the high pay and business track. I want to ask you this question. How kind rituals, and especially the way you've laid them out. I got a couple here that are my favorite. But how can rituals help people, one, get clarity around what is my next step, even if I don't know my purpose? And then how do they help
0: us activate? Rituals support, I believe, the path towards the essential self, the true self, our true nature, when we engage in ritual, and by that, I mean, any act that is conscious and intentional, it could be your morning coffee, and having it in a quiet space, or the way that you do it, that it you, you turn off the external noise, In fact, when you engage in a conscious mindful moment, in a ritual, you turn off the external distractions, and you drop into your essential self. Therefore, you may receive a message that comes from the essential self that says, here I am. And this is what um, I'm most connected to in this moment. And this is how I'm going to activate the next step of my life. So Providing the space to drop into oneself without the external distraction and noise to hear the intuitive voice that wants to come forward that will support you on the next steps of your life, essentially.
2: You know, first of all, thank you because a lot of times i think there is um and i just want to really get to this really quickly with you is you know a lot of times when you speak to people that have not had the experience i have or live the life you have mm-hmm. um when you bring up the word ritual you know without really having a conversation of how practically they do this every day and yes. how it is not something far fetched right we we get into a conversation and a process about people then want to hear more See, Mm -hmm. this is what your book does, you know, and I want to just get right to it because one of the things I loved that, again, discovered through April 1st of 2004, the mystery disease, (laughs) is Ritual as the Remedy, Awaken the Inner Mystic in You. Here's my question. Now, I would like to know now in my life that I do not have to have something catastrophic happen to me for me to get this, right? But a lot of times we have these things in life that happen that allow us to take that next step. But ritual as a remedy, it awakens a lot of things, doesn't it? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You know, we don't have to have these catastrophic things that happen, although they do, you know, when they do happen and we can be conscious and mindful or um, accept it as an invitation, you know, to... um, awaken to something you know more more um deep within us if we can stay steady this is my thing i feel that i want to share um and this is what i have to remind myself of daily too is that if i can land into some sort of mindful ritualistic act on a daily basis then i build this body within myself that is living ritual therefore you know it's not the week-long retreat it's not the, um, oh, if I can only start that med- daily meditation, it's so it's taking this striving nature out and it's putting in the living body, the lived experience that, you know, we have the capacity on a daily basis to tune in, to connect, to forgive, to heal and to activate. Yeah. Um You know, as, as
2: I take a look at this and as you, you step through, I don't think there's a mistake of the timing of the release of your book. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's out now. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think you sat down and said, Oh, you know, like we're going to have three years of COVID and then, Oh, my book's going to come out. It's going to really help you. But I, maybe you did that. Maybe you knew that, but here's what I'm struck by. What I'm struck by is the fact that what you've been able to provide here, really will help people in multiple areas of their life with multiple things Mm -hmm. and so this is really the connection i would love for you to make because you're talking about the elements you're talking about fire right we're talking about water because when we're talking about the moon and the moon cycles right because for people that are listening and you say the word ritual some people will say oh yeah and other people will say i don't even know where to begin Mm -hmm. From your perspective, you've done such a beautiful job at giving us different pieces of this and giving us multiple choices. How can we help people understand one, where to start? And then we're going to dive deeper into some of the more details. Mm -hmm. Like why at a young age did I love getting out in front of that full moon like a crazy person,
0: even growing up in the Bronx? Why? Yes. Yes, great. Right. And so we begin by leaning into what matters most, leaning into um, what we love. So if at that young age, you you know, were lit up by the moon, I had a similar experience. It was my first memory in my whole life. And you know, I feel like my whole life has been organized around the full moon. And today is full moon. So happy full moon, Pat. Thank you. Yes.
2: And, You're going to um, have to give
0: me the ritual for today, yeah, though. I will. Before I'll we give finished. You. Absolutely, I will. So we lean into, you know... And this is where we make the work really accessible. So, I mean, we lean into what naturally what we're gravitated towards, naturally what we love. So, if you you know we receive that message of light um, from a young age, and you know the moon, you lean into that. You you know you go forward and do that. And for other people, will be you know ritualizing their golf game or you know making going to the gym like kind of a more sacred experience or cooking, you know, um, making it conscious and blessing the food and the farmers that grew the food and the animals that have given their life. So that's what I really want to unpack here is that it's, you know, we lean in, we're all such unique individuals. And so we lean into what is already there and build upon that. Yeah, see,
2: that's what I love, because, you know, what I'm talking about, and I'm just going to clarify for people, one of the things that got me out to the moon at a young age, really young age. Was the fact that I bounced around from relative to relative because this was prior to my mom's suicide, and I bounced around prior, you know, to my relatives before my dad had to put me in a Catholic boarding school. But as I bounced around, you know, I ended up at one of my aunt's houses, and she was called Mrs. Meanie. I'm just saying, okay, take that back, but not really. She was right. really pretty mean. Um, but you know, when you live in places like that and you're like the extra body, you're gonna get put in a corner. You're probably in there with the cockroaches and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I chose to sleep on the fire escape, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, can I, so I took myself and I would crawl out on the fire escape. And after trying to keep dragging me in and dragging me back, they finally said, who cares, let her stay out there. Maybe she'll fall off. I don't know what they said, but, but there I was.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: now if you if you know anything about New York and if you know anything about the East Side versus the West Side and you understand about sunrise and sunsets, it's a beautiful way to really engage in the spirit energy of something mm-hmm. like the Moon. Mm-hmm. But see, that was a little ritual for me, and that stayed with me. I, I want to talk uh, about how we can help people today understand that nobody wrote a rule book on rituals your book is for me a guidebook it's saying wait a minute you can you can activate your creative genius you can activate your courage you can really do things that that maybe your inner knowing is calling you forward to do and then you give us everything here from that to even the movement but all of this, isn't this all about activating the next level of awareness for us in some way?
0: Absolutely. That's really well put, well expressed. Activating the next level of awareness and tuning into a frequency that is of a higher vibrational field. I mean, you were saved by the moon, Pat. You, were, you as a little you girl go. were saved by the moon. And you chose to accept that invitation. And therefore, you then followed the path that you're on because you received the light force of the moon i believe you know when you were telling me that story i said that is what you know that is what activated you and you know probably your journey and your path so thank you for sharing you know that story and i think we can all relate to that in a way of leaning it you know it's like that natural inclination and that's you know what brings us to trusting our intuition trusting our instincts and that is also why we do ritual and that's also where we can go as a collective now i did not you know when i was writing this book i received a message that it was for the collective that this book is for the collective so it's a, it's a guidebook for everyone to then take and make their own and it is free and it is like it you know i want to encourage everyone to like then craft the rituals that feel best for them Yeah.
2: So, you know, when I think about this, and this is what we're going to talk about when we come back from break, but for for many of you that are just tuning in, what we're talking about, and Jacob is putting this up on on Facebook because this is also a video on Facebook, but I just want everybody to see really what we're talking about. You know, we're talking about, you know, embodied practices for soul care, ritual as remedy. And, you know, when, when, when you take this book and you take a look at it and you go through, you know one of the first things that you talk about is where our true power lies and you know and i want to talk with you for a minute before we go to break about this idea of our inner power and how i do believe like right now we need a new realization that we even have that inner power mm-hmm. and and what that inner power is capable of doing because i think you really talk to that in the book and you start right out with that don't you
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah connecting to the sense of um that you know, the, the resonance, we're all born with unique gifts. We're all born with a unique essence. And that is, to me, our inner power. And when um, we start to um, feed that on a daily basis, we return to the center of who we are, not the mind and the narrative and the what society wants us to do, but that deep inner embodied knowing on the inside. When we can connect to that, we're more intuitive, we'll be more balanced, we'll be more joyful, we'll know who we are and where we want to go. And that to me is what what it's all about. Yeah.
2: And you know, I want to just take a minute if we could. And then when we come back, what I want to really talk about is process, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this beautiful process that you've used to integrate, how should I say to multi dimensional level, on how we do this. You know, also there are things in the book that people don't understand the power of. They don't understand the power of language prose that actually can turn out to be an affirmation of sort. And so I would love for you to go through this and talk about this, as well as there are some of us that are drawn to one element or another. Mm And, and as my mentors and, and coaches would say to me, you there's more than just fire, Pat, in the world. So, okay, we, you need a little help with that. <laughs> but before we do all that, how do we get a copy of the book? Also, how do we find out more about you? Let's get okay. people to find
0: out about you. All right. Well, let's direct them straight to ritualasremedy.com. That's a new site that I've created that connects also to my personal site, which is marobranscombe.com, but just go ritualsremedy.com. There's links to purchase the book um, anywhere you buy your books, and um, you'll find out more um, about the work and also about the book club that's starting um, in October. And we're gonna go through that, um, the book in over eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when you say go through the book, so what people are going to be able to
2: experience is not just the teachings in the book, right? But what they're going to experience is how to then take some of the teachings and really use these as claiming. So, yes. one of the things that I'm struck by is there's so many things where you're asking people to reclaim. So, one of the things is reclaiming your right to be here. And so, this book club is going to literally take people through. Mm-hmm the who what where how yes process
0: along with embodied practices so i'm bending the book club framework because i like to bend i like to bend things and we're we'll be doing a bit of movement breath work meditation journaling along with the downloads of the book yeah awesome we're going to take a short
2: break when we come back we're going to get a glimpse of what that means um what is it about understanding these elements that you may not think you understand, but yet you love walking through the grass and you think you have no earth. Well, let's take a short break everybody. Benny, Jacob, we'll be right
1: back. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martine. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martinetemmons.com and make your appointment today. Whenever you start worrying or doubting, or whenever the inner mean chatter starts to steal the show and calm just goes out the window, here's a quick 30-second practice that you can do at any time. I'm Claudia Sam, your Soul Connection Coach, host of the Be Happy Now Show. Let's breathe out everything right now. And breathe in for four. One, two, three, four, breathe out, four, three, two, one. Breathe in and mentally say, I am. Breathe out. See the letters of the word calm dripping in front of your awareness. Breathe in, I am. Breathe out, calm. There you go. For more of this, go to claudiasmcoaching.com and click on Meditate. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A L L Y S O N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E.com. Tune in to Spacious Unknowing Network,
2: communing with your soul with julio rose and jojo rose every monday at 7 p.m pacific on transformation Talk let your heart beat in the rhythm of your soul and guide you to new
0: horizons and unlimited infinite love
2: join the new earth on the cornelia stephanie show Welcome back, everybody. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I told you you were going to have fun today. Um, by the way, if you have any questions for Mara, if you want to call in and give us a shout, you have a question, because we're not going to get to everything here in the book, but we are going to get to the process, and we're also going to get to you know, what it is that you have done in laying the book out, but more importantly how people can really begin to activate this parts, of the rituals in their lives now. Um, before we go there, I want to just say 1-800-930-2819. If you're over on Facebook, just type your question in there. Jacob will get it to me. Um, and then again, if you don't mind, how do people get the book? How do they find out about you? And how do they get engaged in the book
0: group you're from? Yes, yes. Ritualasremedy.com that's all you need to know go to that site just plug it in and you'll have access to where to buy the book more information and um all the information around the book club which starts not until October so there's lots of time good mm-hmm. yeah
2: what, what's up with that okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna try not to digress too much but I gotta ask you yes. there's something up with October because I changed a whole bunch of launch dates and everything to October <laughs> And it doesn't even make sense like uh, around me, October and even creeping into November, but Mm -hmm. not that far into November that I'm into Scorpio. Right. Mm -hmm. But what was it? But I mean, I just came up with that. And people are like, how did you come up with October? I don't know
0: right october feels good you know i feel like september we need september to land and arrive back into the fall season Uh, we have fall equinox um it's a time of rebalancing and so i feel that we're rebalancing in september and by the time we get to october we're ready to dive into some work
2: yeah yeah Yeah. thank you for putting that because now i can explain it okay Um, (laughs) i was really struck by how you wrote the book but how even as you wrote the book, you're introducing us to possibilities. And mm-hmm. so I wanna just ask you to just walk us through what people can find, because it's not just a book that you're gonna read about, this is a really cool you know, thing to know, but you take us on, and I got really, I, I stayed a long time in the shape-shifting, shape-shift mm-hmm. in that section of the book,
1: yeah.
2: and probably because it's something I need to hear, But the way you've laid this out, you really honor the medicines, the earth medicine, right? You honor the movement, power of movement, um, how sacred moves can help us. Mm -hmm. So when we're speaking now, we can literally begin one or more of the ritual practices you have in the book what would you say to people listening on how to go about it? Because I'm one of these people, I will take the first run through the book like in order. And then I'm like back, and then I'm like, okay, then I'm like in the middle of the book yes. again.
0: Yes, that that's great. <laughs> so what I would, yeah. And I would love to say to people is, that you know, for some of us, we don't like to read from start to finish and we love to start where we're most naturally drawn to. And I would say, go for that. This book is, is a book that's meant to be a resource also for life. And so um, you can open it up just like you uh, pick an Oracle card um, literally if you're looking for a morning inspiration or a little morning download you can just open it up to whatever page you want and and you know catch a glimmer of of something and you may feel something that resonates for you you can also start by element um so if you're naturally more inclined to fire let's say um you could start there or if you know you need grounding you could start with the earth chapter now where i would tell people to begin and and i'd love to bring this forward just to give you a little flavor Of what's in the book is, you know, I love to say, bookend your days with ritual. If you're new to this work or you're looking for somewhere to start, begin a morning practice. It could take two to five minutes, that's it. And it could be that it's a morning gratitude practice. So call forward three or more things that you're grateful for. You could write them down, you could speak them inside your mind, Um, you can light a candle and then call forward your gratitudes, go one step further, visualize your day going the way you want it to go. In fact, that takes about one minute. You just close your eyes and you say, okay, visualize my day. Okay, there it is. And then one step further, I always ask this of myself every day. What am I evolving into today? Or what am I opening to today? And I have to get quiet and I I just listen. And so, for example, an answer could be, I'm going to roll with the waves and the tides of life today. So simple as that, that's a little piece of wisdom for me to know that, you know, if I come up with some challenging pieces in my day, which we all have and do, then can I roll with it as opposed to getting, you know, in reaction to it? So that's a a little bit of an idea of what I wanted to share. I love that.
2: And I love the way you presented it because, you know, what I shared with you at the top of the hour in my introduction to the most amazing, you know, Sedonia Cahill and how that woman changed my life. And again, it was the oddest thing. I've shared this on air before. I work for a consulting firm who was flying me back to school, but who needed me on a project. So he couldn't let me go back to school full time. So he flew me back for like five years. Wow, it was amazing and you know you know how you know something's right there was never a conflict schedule uh, schedule with my conflict uh, conflict with my schedule i never had a scenario where i couldn't go into this snohomish county pud and work on re-engineering their process Mm -hmm. exactly on the days thursday wednesday thursday and friday five years it worked out my school schedule my teaching schedule my dissertation schedule everything worked out that's how you know right yes you were in the flow I was in the flow and you talk about flow in the book and I studied with the flow guy down there in Claremont but here's what I love the universe said you're going to need to meet this woman Pat you're going to need to learn rituals Mm -hmm. 1997 my boss sent me work with her to go on the vision quest so i could steal her ideas so he can use them in corporations now do i look like somebody that would do that no but i do look like somebody that would go not tell him i'm not going to do it because i had never really been introduced to ritual quite that way the power from what you've written and from what people can apply. It's transformative. And I wanna have you talk for a minute about what you've seen and people that can embrace, that can learn this, that are willing to learn this, even if they don't know how to do it or what to do. Because trust me, 10 days in a desert, three days with just water, finding a spot in the high desert, getting lost in the high desert, trusting a bird to get me back to camp. I mean, I could go on about it. Never in a million years did I think I could experience something like that that would change my life. So I'd love for you to talk about how these rituals can help people change their lives.
0: Great um, question, and thank you for that share. And yeah, rituals have the power to shift us and to heal us and what I have seen in my years of coaching and working with people is um, countless times this um, this deepening of oh here I am I forgot who I was I had lost my way almost every time so this is why I'm sharing this is that it always comes back to personal power and personal honoring that it's not out there you know that the healing that the healing happens from within and we have the power to self-guide and self-heal once we learn these methods and these formulas and these techniques sometimes you know we need just a little bit of guidance to recalibrate and to reframe and to remember who we are we are born with this our life experience and our lived experience and bless our parents and bless our families. They did their best, you know, sometimes have gotten us off track um, in our relationships and, and events in our life. And so the work works, that's what I'm gonna say. The work works. And it requires us to show up on a daily basis. And so this is how I start to work with people. Yes, we do the full moon rituals. And yes, we do the new moon rituals. We go on retreat and we do our, you know, our meditations for seven days. And it's again comes back to the daily. What can I do on a daily basis? Yeah. Well, I can do my gratitude practice first thing in the morning. Before I go to bed, I can say, thank you for another day on this planet. My work is done. May I rest now? So, so before you go to bed, you can really consciously bring in. My work is done for today. I'm going to turn all my devices thirty minutes off before I go to bed. Yeah. And then I'm going to drop into the dream time to re to recalibrate. Yeah. And so that's what I would share in yeah. this way.
2: And I I love that we're talking about it because you know what I'm really struck by first of all how many how, how many things you capture and cover in the book um and the way you explain them including for people for you don't really know like we were talking about moon early but if you don't really know much about it you know you even give people the monthly navigation chart you know mm-hmm. you explain that there are different things that happen on different days like like you said this is a full moon like full moon has a certain energy right let's talk about that for a minute yes um, let's because do it. you can incorporate the full moon and the elements right as well. So for example, I live in the Pacific Northwest. One of the most incredible things to do is on full moon day go down there to the Puget Sound. I like to go to Edmonds.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I like
2: to go to where the ferry is. I like that area. If I have more time, I like to go right up to Port Townsend, right? Mm-hmm. But there's never been an explanation when I read your book, I have a more sense why mm-hmm. why did I move from the East Coast to Seattle? Right?
0: Mm-hmm right the moon is in you she's she's <laughs> in you she's alive you're kindred you're kindred with the moon but listen this is what this is what i love to share about the full moon and i think mm-hmm. everyone can relate to this okay the the full moon reflects back to us what actually might be out of balance so that we can tune in and get in there and rebalance everyone says oh the full moon kept me up all night the full moon's making me crazy the full moon's making me this or that and then when we can go, okay, wait a minute. I'm actually going to receive. Where am I at? What what feels out of balance? Mm, what's intense? What's dramatic? Then I journal all those things, and then I look and say, okay, here, I want to call forward a full moon spirit message. How can I ground into what is changing right now in my life? Um, you know, what am I what what am I willing to let go of? What doesn't serve me anymore? What thoughts in my mind are are you know, capturing the saboteur or the critic in such a deep way that it's throwing me off. It's making me tired. So like that, the full moon, first, we need to figure out what needs to be released. We look at what's working and what's not working. And then we go, okay, we call forward an I am statement, I am willing and ready to roll with the tides in life. This full moon in particular is all about adapting to change. Wow, there you go. There you go. And it's all about being emotionally mature to deal with the change, whatever that means to you. So sometimes our inner child wants to come out and be like really dramatic at full moon and have like, you know, little temper tantrums here and there. And it's, you know, once we know that we can see it not only in ourselves, but we can see it in others. We can see it in our family. We can see it in our children. We can even see it in our pets. And then we have more compassion, actually, so we, we stay out of reaction, and we go into compassion. And that's exactly what ritual does for us
2: you know i love that you talked about this because you know here's an example and let's just let's just really talk a little bit more about you know this idea of really looking at what it is the ritual that it, that's going to work for you for what you want to bring in and you and that's really all described in the book certainly there're going to be people that can work with you in in the book community that you're creating but you know part of this is you know the conversation you have towards the end about evolutionary uh evolutionary practices of the mystic, Mm -hmm. right? And I think the way you you talk about this later on in the book is you say, you take us through all of these individual things, but then you talk about what the the global impacts may be on those that really start to do this and what to look for in the world. Because people feel like I have no control about the world. And yet, documented thousands and thousands of years hieroglyphs even before that ancient sumeria diagrams of how people took ritual participated in them for global things right yes changing the sky yeah please remind us of that potentiality
0: we do the work to pay it forward we do the work to be good ancestors for the earth For our people for the generations to come and this can give us faith in fact in a very complex world that we live in and so when we are able to on a daily basis come back to our true self our true nature however that is for you whatever practices light you up it's got to be some kind of embodied practice some kind of meditation some kind of form of exercise being in nature um creative acts connecting with others in a positive way when we have that we are more grounded and open to then allow the work to move through us and to cast it far out into the world for the intention may there be healing may there be justice may there be peace may there be love we become pillars of that we magnetize that to ourselves those of us that are doing the work are going to circle together around the world. And we're going to be able to shift and heal. I believe that.
2: Yeah. And you know, look, there will be things that we will be called to do and know to do. And this is really what I want to talk to our audience about today. um, Because you may have a knowing, and I've shared this story on air now a bunch of times, literally something happened to me right before eight, eight, but I got this, I can't even explain it. Maybe it had to do with some of the rituals I was unknowingly doing at Mm -hmm. home, right? Like walking in the grass and my bear, I have no explanation, but I will tell you what I did. I had a complete knowing that I needed to have my programmers delete every bit of development testing we have been doing for the past two years of our technology to go in, delete whatever we've done, to give us a new set of data, mm-hmm. also to go back to some of the frameworks that we use, because I realized we we're our framework for the way we present shows was so far ahead that we didn't realize that what we were doing, even with the way we display things, was now what Netflix and HBO is doing. So I had this moment, mm-hmm. all of these things, and then I took immediate action. Now, for the people around you, the good news is Jessica and Linda and everybody knows me, right? But the programmers are like, what do you want me to do? You want me to delete? And like, it took six email messages or more to just say, please, yes, just do that. Well, you know, it's good. Yes, please just do that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what happened after was born out a ritual because I needed to ask for insight of what was next, right? I want to help people understand that what you've written about and what you've dedicated your life to is to provide people with insights, potential actions, healings, remedies that wouldn't possibly wouldn't have come to them without allowing for the space for those to come. Mm-hmm. Because what came to me next was the reason. And that happened yesterday. Now, it took a couple of days. 8-8 was a really important day. But yesterday, it was it. And Jessica and I had a call and said, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is why we need to do this.
1: Mm-hmm. See, Amazing. but
2: people, if Amazing. we could understand what you live and breathe every day, and if they look at this or even join your book community, can you imagine how we can change our lives?
0: Mm-hmm. And we're listening and you received that message, Pat, because you were listening and then you weren't doubting. And, you know, sometimes, you know, and and that's why we listen on a daily basis, however you can. Um, And, you know, for those of us that aren't informally, you know, connected to meditation, that doesn't matter. This is what I want to really get the message across is that this work is for everyone. And it's about how you can, quiet the external noise and the phone and the you know all the technology and daily have some silence or sit in nature so that you can have an opportunity to hear the voice that wants to come through yeah yeah yeah
2: look i know we've got a couple of minutes left but i really want to talk to a few things that people may not realize they're doing or or even understand that they're doing. There's a ritual that I have and I subscribe to a certain email and it's a website that has the most interesting and creative websites and they, they give awards. So every week or every month, they rate somebody's new website design, right? Mm-hmm. And so I like to look at these because I get ideas. So somebody said to me, why do you even look, why do you even look at these pot? I mean, are you you're never really going to design websites like this for the transformation network or and you know, my answer was it's less about the website and more about allowing myself the the creative license
1: mm-hmm.
2: to really lean into it. But again, I will say this to you, when I look at these, I actually do these almost ritualistically
1: mm-hmm.
2: in my approach. What can we say to people in the time we have left? First, to acknowledge you may already be doing some of these. And then, man, if you could really do these consciously and purposely, fasten your seatbelt. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would like to bring forward rhythm, rhythm and ritual go beautifully together. What do I mean by rhythm? I mean, is there a time of day that you do that is particularly helpful and supportive for you? Could be morning, could be evening, where you can get into that state of being conscious, aware, awake, and really, you know, seeing uh, your life for what it is, not it what it is not see your life for what it is not for what it is not see yourself for who you are not for who you are not these kind of paradigm shifts in the mind in the heart in the center of the body generate positivity they generate a frequency of yes go ahead and live the life you deserve this is your birthright and i think a lot of us in humanity gets stuck in the swirl of what is impossible and let us live daily in this realm of what is possible and what feels good it is possible to wake up every morning and call forward three or more gratitudes that is possible it is possible to take a moment to bless your food before you eat it by putting your hands over your food and just honoring for a moment the nourishment provided it is possible to dwell in the elements even if you live in a high-rise apartment you can have a you have a window you look out at the sky you see the shape-shifting clouds and you go may i too be a shape-shifter just like this
2: because what we're talking about is for everybody that may be listening you too can find your miracle on a fire escape You, too, can find your ritual on the steps of your house. You know, you, too, can find your ritual, whether you live in a beautiful tree house or whether you live in a projects somewhere. And I think what you're doing, and thank you for creating the book community, because this book really does need that. People want to be part of a community so they can get support in changing in their own life's path and journey and see that's what you're doing. You're not just writing a book and putting it out there and saying, hey, buddy, read it. You're doing the next piece that I believe is the piece that we're going into 2023. And that is the piece of mentorship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That is the piece of helping people in that way. And it's mentorship slash coaching, but it really is this idea of mentorship because mentorship people will learn from each other in your book group. I know they will, Mm -hmm. won't they? And all of you will change. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Again, please give out your website and I would love to know
0: your personal message for today. Mm -hmm. Okay, website ritualasremedy.com. And my personal message is, may we walk in beauty it's the hopi prayer maybe walk maybe walk in beauty beauty before us beauty behind us beauty all around us Mm. wow
2: thank you so very much for this thank you for everything now how can people become part of your book community what do you yes well
0: it's um it's an eight week program. Um, it's on the website. It is a paid program. Um, but it's very affordable. I I believe I wanted to make it really accessible for everyone because Mm -hmm. it's movement practices, breathwork practices, journaling, Mm -hmm. and, and the book. So ritualisremedy.com.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much for everything. Um, so much in the book. I think Jacob has been showing you the cover. Right. And, you know, there actually is something really beautifully written in the book. And I think it's on the earth medicine about opening up to beauty and joy every step of the way. Thank you so much for everything. Wow. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We're going to be right back. We got more coming up. We got more to talk about, about how to really tap into what it is you already have inside of you and how to help you get there. We'll be right back.